0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay Men Going Deeper, a podcast by the Gay Men's Brotherhood where we talk about personal development, mental health, and sexuality. We are your hosts. We have Matt Lancetal. He is a counselor and facilitator specializing in healing and empowerment. Reno Johnston is a spiritual life, love, and business coach. And I am Michael Diorio. I am a life and wellness coach specializing in sexuality, relationships, and self-confidence. We each have our own coaching practice but in this podcast we're sharing all of our best stuff and today we're going to be talking about unleashing your inner sexy this is about what makes you feel attractive so some of the questions we'll be reflecting on are what activities or practices help you unleash your inner sexiness how do you balance acknowledging your own appeal and seeking that validation from others And finally, what advice do you have for those who want to enhance their attractiveness? We will be continuing this discussion on the last Thursday of the month in the Gay Men's Brotherhood Zoom Hangout. This is where we give you guys, our viewers and listeners, a chance to share your own thoughts on the topics we discuss here. So join the private Gay Men's Brotherhood Facebook group and check out the events tab to RSVP, or make sure you add your email to our email list, which is in the show notes, and we'll make sure we send you the Zoom link the day before the event. This podcast and YouTube channel are listener and viewer supported. So if you enjoy what we're creating, you can support us by making a donation to the show using the link in the show notes. Also, you could subscribe to get early access to episodes on Apple Podcasts, and all of your support helps us to continue making content and supporting our community. So we thank you so much in advance. And finally, if you are looking to accelerate your personal development journey, please check out our coaching collection. It includes two courses, Healing Your Shame and Building Better Relationships, plus over 45 premium personal development coaching videos on topics relating to body positivity, relationships, self-confidence, and community. So head over to GayMenGoingDeeper.com for more info. All right, here we are, Unleashing Your Inner Sexy. This is the third episode on the topic uh, of our month of attraction. So in previous episodes, we've talked about attraction in the external sense, so what we are attracted to. But today, we're holding up a mirror to ourselves, and we're turning that gaze inward. We're going to talk about what makes you feel attractive, what makes us feel attractive. This is really important to me. Uh, It breaks my heart when people describe themselves as gross or disgusting or ugly. It really does. I, I feel like a little piece of my heart cry when I hear that. I want everyone to have the capacity to feel sexy. And I believe this is possible. Now, what do I mean when I say the capacity to feel sexy? It means that feeling sexy or feeling attractive is available to you. And it's not that unrealistic. It does not mean, and I'm not suggesting, that we need to feel sexy 100% of the time. I don't think that's realistic. I don't think that's possible. And I'm also not saying that in order to feel sexy, you need to adhere to any unrealistic standards of what is considered conventionally sexy by others. That's not what I'm Mm -hmm. saying either, okay? If you're a regular listener of this podcast, or if you follow my work, you know that I believe that sexiness is an energy that radiates from the inside out. We've talked about that a lot on this podcast. I am a confidence coach. I am a mindset coach. And without fail, I've seen this happen time and time again, and to myself included. As clients gain self-confidence, they find it easier to feel sexy. As Mm. they gain self-confidence, their capacity for sexiness increases with it. And this is an amazing thing. Even if they've done nothing to change their appearance. And I love that. So. Of course, you can do things that, you know, make you uh, more attractive, like you can, you know, lose some weight or go to the gym or or get a nice new haircut. You could do all those things and that will help you feel more sexy for sure. But doing those things on their own does not guarantee that you will feel more sexy. Trust me on this. There are a lot of guys that work out 10 times a week that go to the gym and they still don't feel sexy. Mm -hmm. Why is that? It's because they're not doing the mindset work at the same time the feeling of sexy that that, to say, "I, I feel sexy comes from a thought that you have in your mind. That's as simple as I look good today. I like the way these jeans hug my butt. It's as simple as that. And that is where that sexiness seed is born, but it all comes from here. Right? So the first step in this conversation is that I want you all to give yourself the permission to look good. It's okay. Right? I used to think that if I, If I gave myself the permission to look good, if I acknowledged that, that I was being vain or that I was being shallow or that I was being arrogant or cocky. Instead, what I used to do is minimize my looks by maybe hiding behind my clothing. So wearing clothes that hid me instead of accentuating my body, I would shy away from photos. Um, deflecting compliments. So if people did give me a compliment, I would be like, oh, no, 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 that's not me. year, just no, like, I kind of deflect it very quickly and I'd get very awkward about it. Or I would say self-deprecating things about my, myself, my looks, my body in a joking manner. But really it wasn't joking. So our goal today is to really help you unleash your inner sexy, because whether you believe it or not, honey, it is there. You have to find it. And that's what we're going to help you do today. There are a lot of reasons why that inner sexy might be blocked. Um, You know, like we talked about, unrealistic standards for gay men to live up to in this community can make it very hard for you to feel sexy when the media and porn and social media is telling you that this this one very specific look here is what is considered sexy. But that's not true, right? But that's one of the reasons why it might be hard for us. Uh, Another reason is a lack of diversity. Same thing, lack of diversity in porn and social media. Uh, It could be an inner self-esteem issue, which is very common. Or maybe you were told that you're unattractive or ugly growing up and you've internalized that since then. That goes a long way. Or maybe you don't even like the word sexy. Maybe you don't want to be associated with that word because in your mind, sexy is a bad, dirty word and you don't want to be that, right? So whatever it is, I want today's episode to be a turning point for you. I want you to be able to acknowledge that you do have the capacity to be sexy and that you are an attractive and desirable person. And who better to help us with this than our sexy-ass co-hosts, Matt and Reno. So I want to finish up this monologue and turn it over to them because they got lots of wisdom Mm -hmm. and sexiness to give. So the first question we got is, what activities or practices help you unleash your inner sexiness? And today, I'm going to start with Reno.
1: I hoped you would because, honestly, if there's like... an episode that i feel i was made for it's this one <laughs> it's this one um and i like i want to start by saying well first of all amazing opening i love i love how you broke down the layers of this topic and and the the layers of sexiness and like one of the things that stands out for me is around the lack of the lack of diversity and the way that like media and popular culture portrays sexiness, because I think that, you know, my experience was that I came into this world with, with a sort of like innocence, if you will, you know, not, not really conditioned yet by my external surroundings. And so immediately there already like there was already this sort of like radiance and beauty and you know and like I wouldn't have used the word sexiness at the time right but but really like that was present and then all of a sudden the sort of you know the world starts to kind of close in on me and there's this like tension and friction between me and the world right the world's like oh but you're this or you're not this or you're that and you're not that and my experience is that i really had to um <clears throat> to work to like kind of keep that at bay and continue to to stand in my my sexiness my worth my value all of these things that we talk about on this on this podcast on the regular and that you know, that work continues. And so, you know, what I want to say, and I I I love that we get to do this. I love that we have the capacity to do this is like reinvent and recreate sexy, right? And like we've seen it happen again and again and again. It was like Kate Moss was like the standard of sexy, you know, like real thin white model, right? Um, and then and then in comes Kim Kardashian, right? Who's, like, not tall, not real thin, right? And and I know, like, bringing her up is controversial, for sure. Like, in, in some cases, and I can get to that. But, you know, there was, like, this new standard of beauty, which which I think was, like, also appropriated in some ways. But there was this new standard of beauty. It was like, oh, you don't have to look like this. You can also look like this shorter, curvier, etc. So the reason I bring all of this up is to say like sexiness is, is like, is like malleable. Like we can, we can play with it. We can, we can recreate it. We can reinvent it. Um, for me, there are so many activities throughout my day, some of them conscious, some of them unconscious, that I'm actively engaged in that make me feel sexy. And, like, just this morning, for example, it's like when I wake up, you know, I put on sexy music, right, music that makes me feel sexy on the inside. Um, I do things like meditate and do yo- I, I do yoga I exercise, I go for walks, right? Like I have this whole morning practice and that really starts to, that really supports me and beginning to like cultivate and nurture and nourish that like inner, that inner sexiness. Other things I like to do, I have this, um, and I don't know where it came from, but like after I get out of the shower, I'll come up to my room I put my music on and I will lotion my body from head to toe. Right. (laughs) And I moisturize and it's like a whole thing and it makes me feel really good. And I, I just shared that I did a get ready with me, like a really short one on Instagram this morning. And like, that was another thing that made me feel sexy. You know, um, we have a poll in the living room. And last night I was playing on that as well, you know, and listening to, um, I'm trying to think. What was I listening to? Uh, it was um, it was Sweet Dreams by Marilyn Manson, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's Beyonce, and sometimes it's Nicki Minaj, and sometimes it's like, you know, kid rock. Like it's it's just a mix of everything. Um, but whatever the whatever the mood calls for, right? Um, and there are just yeah, there are so many other things that I'm up to, but really I think like the more the more I prioritize feeling sexy and being available for that energy, the more it seems to be my experience. And now it's kind of become second nature, you know, like it's, it's not something that I feel that I struggle with. And maybe the last thing I'll say, I could riff on this for so long, but it's like, um, I think the last thing I'll say about it is that it really is a practice. It really is a practice, you know, in a world where there are so many opportunities to have that, like, that flame, like, you know, snuffed out. Um, it really is a practice to wake up every day. And choose to be available for sexy, you know, mm. and to choose to be to be sexy, right? So, oh, there's probably so much more <laughs> I want to say, but anyway, I'll leave it there.
2: We, we got lots of time. We got lots of time. Yeah.
1: Um, thanks,
2: Reno. Yeah, yeah that's mm. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks to both of you for uh, for that stimulating. Um, I'll start off by saying, sexy is well sexiness and inspiration are the two feelings that I absolutely love the most out of all the feelings that we can feel as human beings I would say sexiness like feeling desired that's a big part of sexiness for me is feeling desired um, both by myself like I feel desirable and then I feel desired it's just like really connected um, yeah and then I when, when I when you ask this question I, I first thought of like okay like what gets in the way of me unleashing my sexiness, because this has been a big part of this for me. So I wanted to share a bit about my story. Um, I grew up being validated a lot for my appearance and I took that on and ran with it and I never actually did a lot of the deeper seated work to be able to feel confident. Like you said, Michael, um, intrinsically, it was everything was externally focused for me and it was very much ego. So I got into fitness. I had a really nice body um, and I d- I never felt sexy really ever, like unless somebody was validating me and telling me I was sexy. And, um, you know, a lot of the work I've done in the last few years has really helped me realize that what was snuffing out my flame was a core wound or a core belief that I have that I'm not enough just as I am, right? That I have to do something in order to be enough or I have to uh, offer something. And a lot of that came from my body. And I think some of that came from growing up with two parents that were very concerned with their body. They were into fitness and and stuff. But I think a lot of it came from the gay community and just um, being really validated for that. And then that was really what snuffed out my flame. So this feeling of sexiness is actually fairly new. In the last few years, and it's been like a really beautiful thing, because I've really cultivated a lot of like confidence around, like, truly who I am, like, you know, and feeling sexy for my ideas, like, you know, intellectual sexiness and emotional sexiness and these sorts of things. Um, So I did make a little bit of a list here. And actually, well, so the two things that I that I stay away from now is comparison. So I don't follow any accounts of naked dudes or ripped people or fitness accounts or anything like that, because it's just, it's not healthy for me. It's not, um, it's not where I thrive. So that's a big part for me is staying away from comparison because my sexiness is very unique to me. It's one in 8 billion. And so is yours Reno and so is yours, Michael. So comparing myself to somebody else is absolutely going to not bring me to the place that I want to be taken to. Um, and then secondly, not trying to be like other people, right? Because if you see someone someone else's flame and you're like, I want to be that flame so I can be desired, you know, for me, it's like, I'm not drawn to people like that. I'm drawn to very, very, very individual people. And, and I like being in, an individual. And I think that's what makes me sexy too. So that's kind of the, the you know, the pain points of, of this. And now I want to just talk a bit about what makes me feel sexy. And um, I think primping. <laughs> primping makes me feel sexy. So I have an up morning routine and, you know, Reno says I'm curated and it's very true. Um, I'm like that with my appearance too. I like to make sure my hair looks good and you know, um, these sorts of things. So that's, that's important to me. So primping and self-care, you know, taking care of myself, showering, something about the shower and the water running on my body. Like I feel sexy in the shower. It's a great place, um, to, to explore, um, sexiness for sure. Um, another thing is mirrors. Um, And I like to dance and I like to perform. Michael, you've been to my house, so you see that I have the mirrors on all the sides. Um, That's fun for me. Um, I spend 99% of the time in my home naked. So that is also another aspect of connecting with sexiness. Nudism um, for me isn't really sexual. Um, It's like it's natural. Right. But there is an element that it can be taken into the sexy or, or sexual round too. Um, so I like to explore with that a lot. Um, and I think in, for mirrors too, like, there's something about mirrors. Like I like, I have a big giant mirror in my bedroom too. And like, if I'm ever having sex or these sorts of things, it's just like something that I enjoy and it's not really like a, um, like an ego thing. I don't think it is. It's like, um, It's more like uh, seeing the reflection of myself and like being able to enjoy and embrace my body in all of its its ways. There's something about that that can be really arousing. And then the same thing with other guys, like, um, you know, seeing the act of sex um, when you're in it can be really hot, too. So that's uh, that's really Um, dancing I think is a big way that I've learned to embody um, and connect with my body. The, the ways that I would dance prior <coughs> would be very much uh, hyper-concerned about how I looked. And uh, and I learned through ecstatic dance, actually, to let go of that and to just be in my body and be fully embodied while I'm dancing. And that has helped me connect with, with sexiness. Um, silk is also such a sexy material. I love silk. It's such a beautiful uh, material and something about silk on my skin makes me feel really sexy. Um Taking pictures and videos um, is also something too. It's very arousing for me and I love exchanging those with like, you know, connecting with guys that you think are cute and like sharing photos, taking photos or something very arousing. I think I'm a bit of an exhibitionist when I, when I think about it. Um I, I like Um, I like that. I like being seen, um, which actually feels uncomfortable for me to say, um, because I think I've denied myself that for a long, long time. But I actually really like visibility and I'm learning just in the last year to like be more comfortable with visibility, like uh, and more so being visible in my brilliance. I've always dimmed my light. And, uh, you know, so um, self-massage. Is uh, something that brings me sexiness. So that's why I laughed when you said you were lubing up with cream. Like here's something about that too. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like that slippery kind of, that's also sexy too. Um, and then the last one I have here is cosplay. So I really actually enjoy playing dress up and, uh, and like in casual clothes, like I love like looking good and wearing nice things. I'm one of the, my favorite things to do is going shopping and buying new clothes and things like that. Cause I love, clothes make me feel they're a a strong expression of who I am Um, but like costumes just in general like I would love to have like a dress-up box and like you know me and my partner dress up and role play and things like that because there's something about like entering into another energy or playing a character that you can really um, play with different levels of sexiness and uh, so yeah those are mine yeah. I love
0: these. I love that you guys had so many good creative ones. I'm hoping that people listening are like, Oh, I didn't even connect that to being something that I could unleash my sexiness. And that's mm-hmm, the whole point yeah. of this, right? Like there's, it's not about trying to fit into one little standard over here. It's really about finding what works for you. So thank you Absolutely. guys for sharing some really good creative ideas. Hmm. So I borrowed this question from my group. We, we do a whole week on body image and this is an exact mm-hmm. question that we talk about there. And um, so I knew you guys were going to say a lot of the ones that were already here. So I'll say some of them that um, you that worked a lot for the guys in the group. Uh, Number one was dressing the part. So what you had just said there, Matt, like just wear and this is not about wearing clothes that you think you have to wear to look sexy. That's not it. It's wearing clothes that you put on and you're like, oh, this makes me feel good. I feel good in this. I like like I said earlier, this I like the way this hugs my butt. I like the way my chest pops, whatever it is. It's about that not saying, "Oh, that's what so and so is wearing, so I got to wear the same thing to be sexy." That's not at all. It's not going to make you feel sexy at all. Yeah. Right. Um, another one was yes, movement, and this one is big for me. Um, music. I could listen to a song, and all of a sudden, whatever it is, that song just has got me moving and grooving in a way that I just naturally feel sexy, and nothing has changed about my body except for that this song is flowing through me. Um, I think yeah. our senses. Matt, you talked about silk. I think our senses, like there's a lot of sexiness through that, through smell as well. So a good scent for me will definitely make me feel sexy if I find something that just is kind of earthy. I love earthy scents. If yeah. I wear that, I will just naturally show up in a different way just because I can smell that and mm-hmm. that makes me feel good. Um, and then grooming. Yeah, like even animals groom themselves. <laughs> we are mammals, right? So yeah. this makes perfect sense. Doing your hair, having a nice shower, lotioning, rubbing yourself, doing some manscaping whatever that is, all that stuff can make you feel good. And this is not vain stuff, guys. This is just natural human tendency and desire to want to tend to this gift that is your body. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. And then one more thing that I would add is is movement for me. So whether that's, yes, dancing, but also, I mean, like, if I go for a walk, or if I go for a bike ride, or sweating, or going to the gym, like, you know, getting my body moving in that way, uh, also makes me feel really good after the fact, like getting a good sweat on in whatever way that might be, even if I'm just doing chores around the house, like that sense of working, uh, makes me feel sexy afterwards. Mm, I like that. I like sweat. Yeah. (laughs) So, so yeah, take your pick. Uh, And there's so many more, there's so, so many more that we probably didn't even get to hear. So again, if you're listening to us, uh, uh, or watching us on YouTube, please drop them in the comments. I'd love to hear from you. What Mm -hmm. makes you feel sexy? Let us know. Yeah.
1: Can I can I piggyback on what you just said, Michael?
0: Yes, of course.
1: Yeah, the, you know it's interesting this distinction between sexuality and sexiness because like th- there was in everything that we shared just now, like like so much of it was unrelated to sex, you know, and yet we're talking about sexiness, right? And I find that so I find that so interesting. And oh, I I just I think hold on I'm I'm losing my train of thought here but there was something that I really wanted to say um oh sexiness isn't about sex and yet we're making love to ourselves and to life when we're engaged in sexiness practice and when we're engaged in actively being available for sexiness you know Mm. um it is it is kind of an an act of making love as i see it to ourselves and and then to life you know yes i love that
0: i like that yeah Yeah. it's it's really about loving you your energy your body and and in a way that's not vain or arrogant or cocky like i said at the beginning right you have to really give yourself permission to to feel that for yourself totally All right. Let's talk about validation. I think this is such uh, Bart, important Peace. We could probably do an entire episode on this, but we have, yeah. to be fair, talked about this a lot. So feeling attractive and then getting validated for it are not <laughs> the same thing. Um, you could think to yourself, I look fucking great today, and then walk out of the house and get zero validation for that thought. Nobody could look at you, say a word to you at all. And this is where I think things get tricky because it's hard to believe it when you have never been told that or when people don't regularly tell you, oh, hey, you look good. So I'm not gonna deny a validation externally is an important piece of the puzzle. It makes things a lot easier when you constantly get validated that, oh, hey, you look good, you're so sexy. It It makes it easier to tap into that sexiness. But, and I want to underline this, it is not the only piece of the puzzle. I said it is a piece of the puzzle. It is not the puzzle. So this leads us to our next question. How do you balance between acknowledging your own appeal, your own appeal as a a sexy, attractive individual, individual, and then also seeking that validation from others? Marino.
1: My daily practice, and like I'm probably going to wear this out because it's just, it's everything. It's like my daily practice sets the tone for my day who I'm being and and how I'm responding to everything that happens throughout my day and so like to me there's nothing sexier than a morning practice because I go through that I love myself first I fill my cup first and then I go out into the world everyone gets the overflow and if I go out in an outfit, if I've done my morning practice and like my cup is full and I've taken the time to love myself and I go out into the world in an outfit that like I personally selected because it made me feel good and nobody acknowledged it, like it doesn't matter to me because I like I feel good. And in fact, even if someone was like, you know, gay or whatever you know like <laughs> whatever they say like it wouldn't it wouldn't um like it really wouldn't phase me or the bounce back would be would be fairly quick you know because i had taken the time to cultivate that inner space and so mm. i think that's like a really important piece now um the other thing is like when i'm being sexy for me first um everything else is just icing on the cake you know it's like someone pays me a compliment on my outfit i'm like great that's awesome like you think i look good i did too when i left the house this morning i and i and i feel good as well you know there's a cherry um when I'm on stage at the club, here's another place this shows up, right? Like, <laughs> I I vibe off of external feedback. So, like, I'm on the stage at the club. I'm dancing. I'm, like, really feeling myself. And sure, like, sometimes if people aren't looking, like, I'm aware of that. And it might kind of, re- or, like, responding, it might kind of reduce the energy within me. But also if i come back to center and i'm just like fully present and engaged in the dance and in my body and in the music like that's kind of irrelevant but there is this really cool magic that happens where i'm dancing and i'm like really in my element and in my energy and then all of a sudden i can look I'll look around And there are people staring at me and they, and they like gravitate towards me too. Mm. It's wild. And I've seen people, I've seen men who have come to the club with like their girlfriends or their wives. And they're like, (laughs) these guys are like gravitating towards me. You know, they're Mm. like in my orbit and watching me. And it's really (laughs) just this fascinating thing. So I'll say like, I love when I'm on stage dancing and People are like looking and watching and gassing me up. I love when I go live on social media and the numbers are climbing and people are watching and responding and engaging. Um, and and also, I notice there is a slight feeling of deflation when that's not happening. Mm. But because I'm in the practice of cultivating that energy within myself first, and 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 I know where my center is, it doesn't take me out like it used to. Cause it used to take me out, you know, and it was hard to bounce back. And that's because I didn't have a practice and I didn't have the awareness. So the, you know, the last thing I'll say on this is like, I don't think there's any shame in being <clears throat> externally validated, for wanting external validation, like loving it, soaking it up, basking in it, you know, like that's great. Just know that you're also a space for external critique and criticism as well, you know, Mm -hmm. and also know that like, you don't need that. It's I I relate to it as icing sprinkles on the cake. The cake is already here, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm cultivating that every day. It's already there. This is just a bonus, right? That's how Mm -hmm. I relate to external validation. Yeah.
0: I love that. And it it definitely makes it easier. Mm -hmm. And so much of what you said, I think a lot of people can relate to. Um, but I see this a lot where that external, especially as you, when you talk about the likes and the followers, oh my gosh, people love that, that dopamine hit that comes from that it, and it's yeah. so extremely validating. But the problem is if you, if it's not balanced, then all of your eggs are in that one basket. And as those start to not even go down, but as that tapers off you're like scrambling, like, oh my gosh, do more, do more. I need to post another selfie or I need to do this again or I need to perform even more. And it yeah. gets very exhausting. That's why I love that way you said it, Reno, which is even when it does go down and it will inevitably, you you are like, it's a soft place to land because you've done the work. So really, really good point there. Um, I think that we could probably do an entire episode on this topic, but let's go to Matt. How do mm-hmm. you balance the, the both uh, the self-validation and the external validation?
2: Yeah, this is a hard question to answer for me I've had to really think um but I just want to say touch on what you guys just said about you know when you are so externally motivated and that's like say 95 five percent and you're 95 external like the wind's blowing you around you're not anchored you're not rooted you're not grounded in yourself so as soon as the attention's taken off of you you know you collapse and then you've you're, you're looking okay what do I need to do how do I need to create my next thing? So people will like me. It's very, it's very egotistical and it's, uh, it's very deflating and it can be, but again, it like plays on the wounding. We all, most of us have like core wounding around, I'm unworthy, I'm not good enough, I'm unlovable. So we do these things. We, we start to perform for the people around us. And it actually reminded me of this The story. I was driving a couple of days ago and it was at night and I was coming down into downtown Calgary and there was these girls that were standing out of the sunroof of their this SUV and they like took their shirts off and they were in their bras and they got to be like 18 and they were like, performing and dancing and they started making out together and all this stuff and like they were doing it purely for reaction and it was so cringy like i was like "Ugh!" it made me feel i had like vicarious embarrassment for them you know what i mean (laughs) And i was like i hate that feeling and i was just trying not to look at them because they were trying to get my attention (laughs) and this is just reminded me exactly of this right like they're young they wanted the world to tell them that they're beautiful and that they're wild and and these sorts of things so anyway to bring it back on on topic um So I struggled with this tremendously and add in being an empath, being gay, having wounding around not being worthy. And then, you know, getting the validation from the gay community around my appearance, these sorts of things. Um, I became very 95% and 5% and I had to go through a massive transformation and a healing of learning how to internally validate. And as an empath, a lot of my, Like where when when I usually feel sexy in my relationship is when my partner feels sexiness towards me. So I'm very governed in my relationships and during sex as well by my partner's arousal. That's also what makes me more demisexual too. So when I feel my partner being engaged and moving towards me, it makes me feel engaged and want to move towards them. It's a very interesting thing. And I think um, a lot of empaths actually experience this because we are um, usually big o little s right little self big other we have a very other centric focus and until you develop a stronger sense of self and i would say that's more of an empath that has codependency and struggles with that but a lot of empaths struggle with that throughout their life um so as we develop more you know big s and big o and we have a we have this balance i think you know that that tends to tends to show up for me um but I've also learned, okay, like where I would say I'm at now would, you know, depends on the day too. But I would like to sit, think I'm 50-50. I've learned how to really internally validate. But I'm also, I love external validation. Like I'm not going to lie. I love when people validate me, when they like my content, when they tell me I'm doing good. You know, I'm connecting with a guy right now and he's so affirming. His, he loves words of affirmation. He tells me that I'm attractive and these things and I'm, it just like butters me up. It makes me feel good, you know. Um, So I'm definitely not going to deny myself that it's a beautiful thing and I think I'm actually learning for the first time in my life how to how to truly receive compliments you know it's like I've always brushed them off and been like oh yeah whatever um but I'm truly learning to how to receive compliments and not just about my appearance about you know just me just my gifts and my energy and what I offer into the world um so that's an important part of it and then so it, internal I would say um you know I'm, I'm learning and this is a big part of, for me is, um, learning how to honor my needs. Little S big O my whole life. It was other people's needs are more important than mine. How on earth can I develop confidence, which I think is a precursor to feeling sexy if I'm always focused on other people's needs and not my own. So I've, I've been learning how to have balance in other people's needs are important and so are mine. And I think that's a really, really big, big part of it. Um, and then because for me, sexiness is an emotion. I've had to learn how to feel right. Like feel sexy, feel confident. It's an embodied state. It comes from inside of us. And uh, it, for me, it's like a heart centered thing. So, you know, prior to, you know, when I was more dissociating and, and still stuck in trauma brain, like I wasn't feeling sexy. I was stressed out. I was you know trauma brain is like not sexy energy at all it's like that's probably why i've struggled so much with feeling sexy is because i've had a lot of trauma brain and i'm like you know so now you know when i say trauma brain i'm meaning like fight or flight you know being suspicious of the world being in fear like that's not conducive to sexiness energy that's you know sexiness energy for me is relaxed it's calm, it's flowy, right? You're able to receive, like that's what I'm you know, now coming into is feeling able to connect with more of, of that side. So I will say, actually, it's, it's interesting. I would say sexiness for me is more feminine. Like when I say feminine, I mean like yin, like yin energy. Um, I can experience sexiness in my masculine energy, but it's definitely for me, I think is more feminine. When I'm in my feminine, I'm receptive. I'm able to receive. And I do like it when... um when a guy is in his masculine and I'm in my feminine and he's nurturing me and he's adoring me and these sorts of things, that's what really makes me feel sexy. So um, so it is kind of a balance. I've had to do the internal work of learning how to be in my feminine. And now I'm starting to receive from the external world what I've cultivated internally. It's matching. Kind of feels like there's a plug now. They're plugged together. So. Yeah, it feels like just the beginning for me, really, of like of sexiness from an from a truly authentic embodied place. So I'm excited what the future holds for me. Yeah. You're super sexy, both of you. Mm, thank you. Yeah, not, not just
0: in the looks, but like you said, it's the it, it is an energy. We say this all the time, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. This is a hill I so will die. So energetic. On. Yeah, yeah, like sexiness has n- not, not a lot to do with how we look. It's really the radiate the way we radiate ourselves into the world. Yeah. All of these things that you guys said are great Amen. and i i also love the external validation I mean, who doesn't <clears> really like really um and <clears> it feels great but but yes i i have also had to learn um when that doesn't come in or as i said when it plateaus like i notice uh oh <laughs> like there's that feeling of oh my gosh like the, the world is going to sink out from underneath me right and it's really interesting because if you feel that then that's that to me is a sign okay we need to practice the skill of self-validation uh, and we've hopefully we've given you some really good ways to do that Um, I'll add, I'll add a few thoughts on this is, you know, just because people don't say it doesn't mean they don't think it and doesn't mean it's not true. Right. So just because they don't say, oh, you look good today does not mean you don't look good today. Like there's, that's two different things. It -hmm. could be very true just because it's not just because it hasn't been said. And also you don't know what they're thinking. They could think it. Right. Someone like me could be looking at you, just kind of looking and you're not noticing because you're stuck in your phone. And I'm thinking that guy's so fucking hot. But I'm not gonna mm-hmm. walk up to you and be like, Hey, excuse me, stranger, by the way, you look hot. I mean, unless I might actually do that. Sounds like
2: something you would yeah, do. <laughs>
0: that is something I would do actually. Um, and also keep in mind it's it's the circles you are hanging out with. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you hang out with a really shady gays that don't affirm you and aren't loving, um, then be careful with that because Mm. if you're hanging out with shady people who are going to like talk shit about you behind your back and and be mean like it's really that's going to have an effect on your self-esteem uh we did a chosen family episode with my chosen family Uh, I guess this would have been now a few months ago by the time this is airing and we talked about that we talked about how we are very shady with each other we are a shady bunch but deep down, we love each other. Right. So, so also keep in mind, who are you hanging out with? And, and, you know, ask yourself, are these people affirming me or not? Uh, it doesn't have to be like a partner. It could also just be your friends who tell you, Hey, you look good today or good job on that, uh, on that thing you did. And when it comes to the physical side of things, um, I love mirror work. I give this exercise to my clients a lot, and I'll give you the Coles notes version of it here. It's to spend time with yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror, preferably naked, preferably a full length mirror and notice, of course, the first things that are going to happen for most people is they're automatically going to go to the critical things. My belly's too big. My, this is too flabby. This is too soft. This should be, I wish I was bigger. I wish I was this. I wish I was that. That's generally going to be the automatic response. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is, the first step is to just look at your body and be present with it, trying not to have any opinion of it whatsoever. Just neutral. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, there are my toes there is my penis. There are my thighs. There's my knees. Look at that. Like just trying to be very neutral as you can about it and just be present with your body. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You can't really go from like critical to love (laughs) in like an instant, I find you have to kind of go through neutral first. And Mm. then as you can spend more time, just looking at yourself, being with yourself presently in your, with your body in the mirror, then you can start saying, okay, what are the areas that I actually like? What are some things that aren't so bad? And again, you kind of climb up this ladder. It's a, it's very step-by-step. Step. And then eventually you can get to the things that you do like, like, oh, my arms look good today. Or, oh, I like the way my penis is hanging today, <laughs> whatever it is. right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a fun way to do it because you can develop that relationship with your body that really is about you and you are developing of a relationship with yourself through looking through that mirror, not that compare and despair where you see some guy on Instagram and then you're comparing your body to that. That generally isn't going to be helpful unless you're using that image to inspire you. And for most of you out there, I'm pretty sure you're not using that image to inspire you. You're using that image to like bash yourself over the head with the I'm not good enough story. Mm -hmm. All right. So how are you,
2: I'm curious before we move on, how yeah. are you shady? What, how did you, when, I'll, I'll obviously have to watch that episode, but <laughs> what, what, what we're.
0: Well, we're just a bunch of shady gays. So, you know, like we'll, we'll tease <laughs> each other a lot. We, we make fun of each other, you know, we'll, we'll poke fun of each other um, with, even with the way we look and stuff, but we know, because, like we, we call it like this brotherly and like it's chosen family, right? And these guys are like my brothers and then we really do act like brothers And so we'll tease each other, like we'll give each other like a hard time. Sometimes we'll razz each other, but that's just part of our family dynamic. And so even if we like, you know, make, make fun of somebody or something they're wearing or, you know, people will call me a slut all the time in a loving way. And I know that it's not out of malice, but at the same time, we also do tell each other when we look good. Right. So we'll say, Oh, I can tell you've been working out today. That shirt looks really good on you or, Oh man, like, you know, you're, you're, looking fine in that outfit or mm. oh my gosh I love I love this look on you like we'll do both yeah um just just so that we know and then of course we we know each other's really true soft spots pain points and we just know not to touch those
2: that's good so that would be shady for me like what you're describing is more like playful and fun like and i actually when i was in toronto i experienced your crew like that it was actually Mm -hmm. really cool to see that but yeah shady for me would be like malice and manipulative and like you know being jealous and talking shit behind your back and stuff which i i've had experiences of that within the gay community and it's just so toxic yeah it's
1: not sexy no it's not
2: sexy at
0: all definitely not All right, guys, before I wrap this one up, what advice do you have for those who want to enhance their attractiveness?
1: Okay, so I got a list and I'm gonna try to keep it brief because I feel like with every single one of these, I could go into detail Um, and they might surprise you too. But like, so we've already said a lot, be curious, right? Be compassionate, be curious about yourself, and others be compassionate toward yourself and others be genuine um be interested and interesting so don't don't just don't just be interesting you know don't make it all about you sexiness like there's something really sexy about someone who's interested in somebody else in other people in mm-hmm. you, you know the person sitting across from them that's really sexy you know yeah. and like <laughs> the things i've listed so far the beauty is that they're all accessible like curiosity compassion genuineness interest like they're all accessible um prioritize yourself matt talked about this earlier you know prioritizing your needs your health your body your mind your soul your time Mm -hmm. you know there's something sexy about someone who makes themselves a priority right um and prioritizing your sexy obviously whatever that means to you like figure out what that means to you and what that looks like for you and make it a priority Mm -hmm. um there's a few more slow down that's a big one slow down um i've been and not just in the bedroom but in life like there's i have this mantra um that i that i use um icons don't rush icons Mm -hmm. don't rush slow down it's sexy Mm-hmm. Um, cultivate an environment that supports and affirms your sexy um or the experience you want to be having. And that's both internally and externally, right? So, like we were talking about just now, who you rolling with? Like who's your crew? Do they gas you up or mm-hmm. do they like drain you? You yeah. know, do they affirm your beauty, your brilliance, or do they diminish it? If they diminish it, well, get new friends quick, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And we have a whole community of people where you can find some new ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's a, this one, self-concept, it's huge, right? And like, this is a whole conversation, but self-concept is a big one. Like, what what is your concept of yourself, you know? And how can you begin to cultivate one that reflects your sexiness, What language are you speaking to yourself? What are you consuming? And the last one here was, what are you feeding yourself? So that's a big one, you know? What you're feeding yourself informs your self-concept. If you're consuming shit content and food and, you know, like the environments you're spending time in are not reflective of the sex that you want to feel, change it up. Mm -hmm. Time to change it up. And if you need help doing that, boom, 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 you know? There are three people right here that can help you. Mm -hmm. So mic drop. <laughs> I
2: was just gonna say yeah. that it's so funny. That was a yeah. mic drop moment. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Rewind that it. and listen to that again, guys. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Reno. Yeah. yeah. You hit on some really good things. Um, I'll try and put my my own spin on it because you said a lot of the things that that I would have said, but uh embodiment. I think everything starts with embodiment and presence. So presence with self leads to presence with others, you know, when we are present with ourselves we exude confidence when we're present with others, we make them feel good. And then they're drawn to us. So presence and embodiment, so key. We're, if we're dissociated, we're in our mind. We're not actually present. Like it's just not an energy that people are gravitating towards. Um, next, boundaries. <clears throat> boundaries are so underrated in, in the sense of that them leading to attractiveness. Like a man who knows what he wants, understands his needs and is boundaried and like leads you into you know, how he wants to be treated. Like there's nothing more than like feeling that self-efficacy around like, I know how to make someone feel good. Right. It's like, there's something really good about that. So in relational dynamic, like having boundaries, so, so important. And you know, I would say in 99% of the people I work with, that is usually one of the things that always comes back to is my boundaries suck. And that's why my relationships are challenging. And that's why I don't, you know, feel worthy. It's like, you know, a lot of us don't learn about our needs and boundaries and be able to implement them in healthy ways. So that's really important. Um, do what you love and what makes you feel good without giving a fuck what people think. If you love dancing on a pole, great. If you love drag, great. If you love hiking. Great. Like do all the things that make you feel good and quit following other people. Like that's just such an unattractive quality for me. Like be your own person. Right. And just own that shit. Cause it's just so important. Like, so celebrate your uniqueness. Right. And I guess why we don't do that is because we have shame. Right. So shame tells us we got to be like everyone else. Cause we don't want to stand out. We don't want to be shamed. Release that shit, release your shame. Do some work on that and own all of your desires, right? Like we all, like, like I said, we, there's, there's 8 billion paths to sexiness and we all have our own really unique ways of feeling sexy of, of what we find sexy in other people. So just own that, right? There's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, and from my perspective, um, and then the truth, the two aspects, I would say, again, kind of more foundational things around attractiveness and sexiness would be humble humility. I always say that whenever we have these episodes, like nothing, there's nothing attractive about somebody who, who, you know, needs validation from people. It's like the girls hanging out the sunroof, like yucky, you know what I mean? Like that's not attractive to me. Like just be humble, be in your body, own what you're doing. Um, so important. Um, And then the last thing I'll say is compliment others. Like it's just so underrated. Like I know it sounds reversal, but it's like when we compliment other people and we make them feel good, it again, it's what we give out into this world comes back to us tenfold. So when we tell somebody that, oh, you're looking sexy, you're looking good, right? We're we're we're, we're exchanging positive juju and that positive juju comes back to us. So I think it's really important to let people know when you think they're looking sexy or they're looking attractive. It's it's always nice to receive a compliment and to give a compliment. So that's my those are mine.
0: Love it, guys. These are all so 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 good. I wrote them. Like I wrote mm. some of these down on a piece of paper for myself. So <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love that that you said that Matt the eight eight billion paths to sexiness. That is like mm-hmm. a, like a key takeaway for our viewers and listeners here. Like we all, we have that path, and if you are not feeling as sexy as you want to feel, the good news is there's lots of ways to get there. Um, mm-hmm. And the solutions are a mix of internal, like and when I say internal, I'm talking like mindset changing, like the way you think and, and feel and feel about yourself and also the external things, right? Like we talked about the things you do, the people you're with, uh, the activities, and even, yeah, like working on your body to actually get into the, the kind of body that you want or that you're going to feel sexy in. But just know this, external only does not work. Like we talked yeah. about at the beginning, it's got to be either internal only or internal and external, which I think is the the most effective or, or or, sorry, and that said, but not external only. Um, For those of you who like journal prompts and journal questions, I'm going to put a few, I'm going to leave you with a few of them for you to reflect on this. And if you're feeling brave, please put your answers in the uh, uh, YouTube comments, or if you're on Facebook on the Gamers Brotherhood Facebook, then uh, leave your answers there. So first question for you, this is what I would give uh, some of my clients. Why don't you feel sexy already? Hmm. Answer that. That kind of gets to the the, the the pain points. Two, when have you felt sexy in the past? And what were the circumstances around that? Mm. Love that. And the third question I would leave you with is what would it take for you to say, damn, I look good today? Mm. Okay. So I'm gonna leave our viewers and listeners with some homework there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And also talk to people, right? Like this has been a bit of a theme in the, like at the end here is talk to people who are on the journey, uh, have friends, family, loved ones who, who you can talk to about this stuff. Again, we, we see this a lot in our GMV zoom hangouts, the monthly hangouts, when people come together and we talk and we share, it just makes things feel better. Like you're like, oh, you're going through that too.
1: It's sexy. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes, it is it totally is right yeah and so you know talk to people talk to us talk to your friends get in the facebook group um share your experiences with one another this is this is a beautiful thing and it is a sexy thing thank you you know um mm. yeah okay so <clears throat> any last words before we wrap up mm, yeah
1: I, i've been dying to say this <laughs> i have this gray sweatsuit that i like trot down the street in or walk around the house in it's probably the thing I wear the most it might stink right now because like I have to do laundry later I feel so sexy in this gray sweatsuit you know like and and I say that to say like sometimes it doesn't even matter what you wear you know like it doesn't have to be this like fancy designer thing or whatever it, you know I sexiest in a cutoff and sweatpants sometimes it, mm. you know that's like the thing I it's the most basic outfit and i feel the sexiest in it you know mm. so yeah I, that that i'll i'll leave you all with that
0: mm. <laughs> beautiful matt how about you last words um no i feel complete actually all right all right well thank you to my sexy ass co-hosts matt and <laughs> reno so much sexiness so much wisdom and for me wisdom is sexy by the way so uh, yes yeah that goes hand in hand all right for our viewers and listeners thanks for sticking with us on this one uh please save this episode and listen to it again this is one of them that i think you're going to want to kind of keep in your back pocket uh -hmm. for when you want some confidence and sexiness listen to it again i find every time i i hear an episode i get wisdom that i didn't hear the first time or i hear it in a different way so please do that Also, share this with a friend or someone who you think could use a little bit of sexiness in their life. Um, We are building a community here, and we would love your help and support as we are sharing these messages of empowerment, love, and sexiness uh, throughout the gay community. Uh, Mm -hmm. To help us do that, you can also give us five stars. All your ratings and reviews help us, especially the good ones. Um, So please do that wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're on YouTube, if you're not already subscribed, please hit the subscribe button and the little bell notification so that you will be notified every Thursday when a new episode comes out. Mm. And that's what I have for you guys today. Oh, and if you're in the Facebook group, please join us on the last Thursday of the month where we'll be talking about attraction.
1: You're all sexy.
0: You're all (laughs) so sexy. You know why? Because you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.